to Chats For You. This is the podcast where I, James, talk to people I like for you, the public. And that is really all it is. I asked some people if I could talk to them, some of them let me, and that is what's about to happen. It's a great premise. This is the um, second episode of Chats For You, so um, I'll just give you some stats about the first episode. 46 people have listened to the first one so far. So really, so it's really taken off. And I'm not sure who specifically, but I get told the sort of data of where they're from. So um, mainly people in the UK have listened to it so far. A couple in the States. We've gone global, guys. And one listener in Russia. Even more global. That's not a thing, is it? Just as global. And I'm not sure if that's like a friend listening while they're on holiday in Russia... Or if it's like an actual Russian. E- either way, it's fine. It's fine. In this second episode, I have a chat with the comedian Michael Legg. He was in Edinburgh taping his part in the alternative comedy experience, which is Stuart Lee's television show, which is going out on Comedy Central in February of 2014, I believe. That's, that's what I believe. That's what someone said. So I both believe it and heard it. And... It was in quite a loud pub, so there's some st- you can hear some stuff, but our chat sort of overpowers the noise, so it's fine. So here is my chat with Michael Legg. Uh, so my first question is, uh, what's Robin Ince like? Um, he's, have you seen Robin Ince on stage? Have you seen him on TV? Have you heard any of his radio stuff? I've seen him on stage today. Okay, you saw him on stage today. He's like that. He is in no way a character. That is not a character act. Um, a lot of comedians go, oh, I really try to be myself on stage, and they're not. Robin is Robin at all times. He doesn't stop being Robin. He's he's very frantic. He's very excitable, angry. Um, but, you know, he's very funny, clearly. Yeah. But um, yeah, but he's that what that, that Robin, the version that you have seen, is exactly what Robin's yeah. like. But what I like about this already is because you know I am I, I'm obviously not Robin's official friend. Yeah. His official friend is Brian Cox. But I'm <laughs> I'm his like bronze. I'm not even the silver right, friend. Right, that'd be yeah. that'd be Josie Long. I'm yeah. his bronze friend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure even that yeah, is probably debatable. Uh, but people do ask me a lot. Oh, what's Robin Ince really like? I tell you what. The worst time that was was two years ago here in Edinburgh during the French. It was my birthday, and we all went out for my birthday, and I got stuck with a Robin Ince fan in a corner. Who's going, What's he like? But what's he really like? What he means? What is he really like? That's what he's fucking really yeah. like. No one would make that character up. It's a fucking. Yeah, yeah. Beckett wouldn't make that character up. It's just bleak. Of course he's wrong. And, and, and I was looking over at Robin and all my friends who were like over there having a good time, and I was trying to get their eye contact. Yeah. They weren't looking up. An hour! An hour with a Robin fucking instrument. I just thought it'd be quite funny to ask because, like, uh, my friend was interviewing David Mitchell. One thing, right? And to me, the funniest idea ever was just to be asked questions yeah. about Robert Webb. Oh, that's yeah. Like, you can ask me questions about Robert Webb. <laughs> yeah. Do you know much about Robert Webb? Um, I know that. I put it this way: you know the way Robert Webb's like he's loaded, isn't he? He's, he's loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've only ever met him once. You right? get this? He's loaded. That man's like been successful what ten years, nearly ten years, yeah. I'd say. And he's done loads of bad advice. That's all the real money is, yeah. right? And it's not nothing to do with that, like, just because you're loaded doesn't mean you have to spread the wealth. But if I was loaded, and a comedian that wasn't doing nearly as well as me shared a cab with me, I'd pay for the cab. But no, 
No, no. We had to split the camp. Split the camp with you. You do the Go Compare advert or whatever. Is it, is it Go Compare? Who cares? Yeah. He's he's the opera singer from Go Compare. I'm saying that. <laughs> I tell you. I wonder who that was. What a tight bastard. Yeah. Very What? What? Come on. Yeah, uh, so Robert, if you're listening, Robert, uh, just go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're a lovely man. <laughs> Good message. It's a noise. I've seen him do that dance on that charity thing. Yeah. He's done that well. Yeah. So if you can I mean, dance well, you're a nice man. Nope. David Mitchell was good at writing that book. He's brilliant at all of his other TV shows, his panel shows. And uh, well done. Robert Webb did that dance. Well done on the dance. I reckon, I reckon David Mitchell would have gone, ah, I'll get this. That's my impression of him. And he would have paid for the cab. But not Robert Webb. Yeah. Go compare. I, I, I want to go half on this. That's him. That's my impression of both of them. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. So it felt like I was in the room with Robert Webb slash Gold Compareman. Wouldn't it be great if we were and we just saw a crying man in the corner right there? <laughs> Why? I only do adverts because I've got a wife and I want to sit for him. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Pay for the cabbie. Anyway. Uh, and you said uh, Robert Ince is just like he is on stage. Yeah, he really is. Today, um, in one bit, he had an apple and a banana. Is that something he's likely oh to do God. off the stage? It's, it's really rare that I've seen without an apple or a banana. Really rare. I mean, Normally, he just goes, you know, wow, these Michael went for the last fucking time, Robin. This is an apple. Why can I kiss it? No, you can't kiss it, Robin. I'm drawing a lovely lady's face. You can't draw a lovely lady's face yeah. on it. But he does want to kiss the apple. Don't ask about the banana. Okay. Uh, what would the what would a lovely lady be? Oh, well, to hit for him, it would be Delia Derbyshire, someone like that. I don't know who that is. Well, she, 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 was, she was the woman who um, recorded and edited... Uh, the original 1963 version of the Doctor Who theme show. Okay. Uh, that would be his perfect woman. Yeah. Oh, she seems sciencey and clever and brilliant. And oh, what? And she's an alcoholic and she's trying to kill herself. Lovely. <laughs> uh, so you miss Doctor Who? You're a big Doctor Who fan? I've seen it a couple times, yeah. I like it. I like, do you like Matt Smith? You yeah, I really like Matt Smith. Yeah, he's really probably like. my doctor, as they say. Well, you're about, what, four? Twenty-one. Wow. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's definitely your doctor, though. Uh, yeah, so I think he's really good at it. I don't know who was your one. Um, I think I think it doesn't matter who mine is. I mean, I'll tell you, but I prefer Peter Davidson. Right. Right. But Matt Smith is better. I mean, he's, right, yeah, yeah. Matt Smith is the best, but he's not my favourite. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, but I love Peter Davidson. I know you probably think. Do you, do you watch any classic who? Or is that, or is that no, beneath me? I've heard about one with spiders. Just heard about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, it's terrible. Dude. It's like bad he, effects. Apparently, he put down some spider traps. It's, t- it's only it's only a little bit of a spray. Right. How they stretch that out for four hours? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, but it, somehow they did it. I think it. I tried to find it, but I couldn't. Yeah, like was, um, yeah, garage of the spiders. There's about <laughs> five spiders in it, and he just wanted to clean it out so he could put this lovely vintage car in it. <laughs> um, I, I do recommend uh, Classic Who if you want. If you want it, I, I would recommend uh, off the top of my head. Um, yeah, uh, Kate Savannah is on it, and it's yeah. a brilliant Peter Jackson one, and it's got all the things you would expect as a that special effect. A bit crap, yeah, but the story's way better than your fucking new who's a sucking bitch. So, yeah, 
Uh, do you often call your interviewers bitches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're my first, so yes. First. So yes, always. Always. always, always. Uh, <laughs> first time anyone's spoken to me. It's all right. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Good boy. Um, so today you were recording the alternative comedy experience. I don't know if anyone pressed record. I don't know. I mean, I was on stage and... I saw Robin, obviously, be brilliant. And Robin was just being Robin. Robin was being Robin. And, and, and do you know what Stuart backstage said? That's the best he's ever seen. Robin, I don't think he understands quite. He's like, yeah, he just goes, "What's Robin really like?" That's what Robin is like. That's Robin. It's pure Robin. Yeah. And Paul Sinha, who's always like, he, he was so like, he, he was conversational. He just seemed like that, that was all just stringing. He was calm, and that's why I watched it. All. I got really nervous. I'm like, I think I need to be a pantomime dame. <laughs> I need to somehow destroy this because everyone was being properly like yeah you don't need to be like in your face I'm like I kind of want to be in your face now I want to be loud and really annoying I think I nailed it I think I nailed it uh, obviously it's for the telly it's going to be a telly show it's not real telly but yeah yeah. yeah. is this your telly t-shirt you got on it's one t-shirt it's a t-shirt Did you, was it's, it a special choice because you were being on the telly yeah it, it kind of kind of was I mean I was getting too many uh, behind the scenes glamorous secrets away. <laughs> but yes this is the t-shirt that I chose I mean I uh, could have rented a tux yeah uh, no no I went for the t-shirt uh, I mean, <laughs> do you not think this t-shirt suits me no you... well, I'm just going to describe it for the listeners yeah uh, it says what's it say on it Dore Dore it's, it's, a, it's a, a a record label which I'm pretty sure is now defunct uh, now defunct record label uh, check it out Check it out, time travellers. Yep. Go back to the uh, past <laughs> and buy some of that stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's what he's currently wearing on his uh, torso. Yeah, on, yeah. Top uh, It's going to be on the telly. Yeah, it's going to be on comedy more nervous show. than usual doing it. Or? Uh, do you know what? Last night before I went to bed, I got really nervous. And when I woke up, I was not nervous in the slightest because you know what? See, when it comes to the day, you kind of go, well, there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do about it. It's just yeah. like, I like, I can't get better all of a yeah. sudden. You know, it's just it. It's just what it is. And I thought, everything's going to be fine. And then I watched Robin, then I watched Paul, and I'm like, I'm doomed. I'm absolutely doomed. And I think that's why I sort of did want to be like, cool. I really wanted to be cool. Yeah. And I just went, no, I, 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 they're cool. Paul's been really like, hey, look at this about my actual real life. Because he's got stuff to talk about. Hey, I'm Asian, I'm gay, blah, blah. Right, these are, these are things that could affect someone in modern day. Britain, sadly, yeah. or, or indeed very positively. Yeah, Britain. Yeah, yeah. And Robin is, uh, you know, a nervous breakdown. And that's interesting in itself. Well, what am I? Uh, uh, so I just decided. Well, I'll, you know, I must, I, I must scream and be yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, I, I remember. I did it my way. <laughs> I remember watching. It was a while ago. This BBC Three thing. It happened at the Fringe. Right. And it was like over the night. Yeah. And you were on at like three or yeah, yeah, something three. Morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was like? Because to me, it seemed like you went down the best out of all. Oh really? Everyone. Yeah. You know, I hated every single. <laughs> I hated every single second of it. Yeah. Because I went on that. Yeah, a bit like tonight. I went on there with my plan to be. Actually, that's not true. Tonight, I changed my plan. I wanted to go on like that, and then while I saw Robin and Paul, I went, I'll just go on and be really loud. <laughs> Whereas then, BBC Three gig, I went. Do you know what? There's a chance to be on TV. 
TV it's a chance for me to actually like do stuff that's more like my Ember shows that would sort of like have proper stories and stuff the audience were just dicks they were just constantly talking and being annoying and I was like ah fuck this yeah they did seem that but it seemed like you handled it the best really well I I, I, I mean I, yeah. I, I think I know I think I almost had a queenie fit whenever I got off stage it's like I've never been treated <laughs> so symbolically yeah, yeah. And it, which isn't true it's far from the worst gig ever yeah. done. I mean so far from the worst gig ever done it just wasn't I just wasn't prepared for it it's right, like right, it's yeah. live telly it was like, and I was like you know what my, my mum could have woke up in the middle of the night and went oh I can't sleep I'll put the telly on why is my son screaming cunts constantly <laughs> well sorry mum that's just what happened um, it, I, you know there's a lot of, it just got too nerve wracking and I, I met loads of comedians that night I got told off by a comedian at that he just went I think you really ruined that <laughs> a comedian told me off for ruining a marathon of balls that was on BBC3 I mean you've really got to do something big to ruin that but yeah sorry I just broke I'm glad he thought I did ruin it um, uh, but I was on there with I mean Tony Law had been on so much earlier than me and he was going actually it's really good went, yeah it's really good when you're on at 11 at night but not when you're on at 3 yeah. and you have to go on after rubber bandits you know with their music and their whoop whoop yeah 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 and then who's on after me Jimmy Cricket <laughs> you know what actually I put nothing against Jimmy Cricket one of the finest points of Edinburgh last year was uh, pretty much right across from, from where we are right now there's a, a little cafe in the corner and uh, it was oh god it was the day after that recording and I was really hung over because I got wasted after that I mean it was uh, I just want I hate yeah. I hate me I'll tell you why I hate me and I got really drunk and then uh, and then next day well, I got very hungover and I decided to have breakfast in the cafe across the road from where we are right now and uh, I was joined in no time for breakfast by Jimmy Cricket and a priest beat that my friends beat that don't think I can no, uh, no you're right you're right you can thanks for joining us that's the end of, uh, well, now thank you for not joining us <laughs> And it was also quite funny that well wouldn't have been funny yeah, but for not, you. Not, not hilarious but quite funny uh, yeah definitely not hilarious yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and not for you at all because no. you were doing that gig mm. uh, but I quite liked how little of the audience knew who Dave Gorman was oh yeah <laughs> yeah well, well, well tonight you said because I did that yeah yeah if, if you remember in the BBC thing I started to do that bit and then dropped it because it was like this is going nowhere yeah yeah uh, and then I did uh, some uh, gags about being drunk that seemed to go down a bit better. Because they were drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Hang on, drunk? That's what we are. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's talking my language um, I wasn't talking their language I was shouting their language <laughs> uh, yeah that, that did go on stuff though. tonight we, uh, you know I did at the um, uh, the alternative comedy experience it was uh, actually it was fantastic how, for me yeah. uh, how people got that immediately because uh, there's one part where I mentioned part of Dave's work and normally I have to then do the, if you like punchline it's not the punchline the setup is actually the punchline but normally if you say something after yeah, 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 yeah. Go, oh I see what you're saying whereas tonight it's just like you understood exactly what I was going on you don't need to do it yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. That's, see that's an audience I, like. <laughs> I remember uh, when I came to see What a Shame last year uh, a woman sort of nearly fainted or did faint oh you went to that one um, and I was wondering if you think that was due to the heat or if it was some sort of like messiah experience like come to see um, you yeah, it, well, I mean, 
No, I'm or not. Messiah? Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word. Um, messy. I mean, it's some messy experience. Um, I think she, she was clearly suffering from the Messiah complex. Uh, Put, put onto me because yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty great. Uh, no, I think it was uh, to do with temperature. What was brilliant about that was um, Simon Donald was in the back of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he sort of rescued him. He, he, and and I, all I could think of was, well, thank God the creator of Viz was in. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise this woman yeah. fighting would have been a disaster. <laughs> and I, I don't think that happens too often in comedy where you few. Yeah, Viz has saved another woman's <laughs> life I, I've only done two solo shows in Edinburgh the first solo show was the year before and it's called Curse of Walter Raleigh not that anyone needs to know that but because um, it's not like you can go back in time and get it can you time travellers um, uh, but uh, during that a woman walked out it was, it was, like, it was maybe about four shows and, and I got a walk out and walk out like to a comedian is kind of it's kind of dis- it is disappointing but it seems kind of secretly exciting he's like yeah I said something that they just can't handle. I, I mean, there's no way I did. I think pretty much anyone can handle yeah. it. What, you think trains are a bit loud because people are rude? I suppose you're right. It's not like I'm saying anything controversial. And anyway, she got up and I went, ooh, oh, can't handle this. And she just went, mm, like that. And I went, no, 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 what, what's wrong? And she sort of waved to go, mm. and I went, all right, whatever. And then she left. And then oh, she left. As soon as she was out the door, the door closed, uh, her friend went, um, she'd just been sick in her own mouth so she couldn't say why she was leaving I'm like, well now you've told me. You, you said everything that she, she possibly wanted to say my fellow sex pretty good reason to leave yeah oh, no, I mean I've been in shows where I, th- I think oh this is really good I think I'll just make myself sick and then I can just go what was the uh, classic question what was the worst gig um, uh, do you know what it's really weird it's really it's hard. It, I think it's really hard to pinpoint the worst gig because all bad gigs are kind of just like oh Jesus that bad gig Um I think pretty much all any gig that is free to get in generally as a stand-up not, not during the fringe when it when it there's lots of free fringe gigs which are generally accepted like you you, you, you go in for free and you pay whatever you want on the way out so people actually have mentally invested something yeah. in it but but whenever you do a stand-up gig anywhere in the country and it's not the festival uh, they just go well, who's this camp and you go oh shit you're, you're doomed uh, it, those are the worst gigs corporate gigs where, where it's the office where you're getting loads of oh wow look at us we're burning loads of money for this horrible <laughs> horrible horrible I did a, um, a corporate gig once and it was I mean it was well paid it was terrible and I was told before I went on stage like look whatever you do don't make fun of the um, of the uh, MD and I was like well, why, why, why wouldn't I make fun of the MD well I mean he, he just doesn't like anyone making fun of his name I'm like, <laughs> what's his name Duncan Mycock I was like no just shut up shut up no he'll be sitting in front I went look no 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 you're not going to turn around and tell me a man called Duncan Mycock he's, he's look, if you've got a problem with your name and it's Duncan Mycock change the fucker in that name clearly your parents are I mean, beyond horrible. Do they not dunk him? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But even... Oh, I'll short it to dunk. Don't. Don't short it to dunk. Anyway. Anyway. 
I went out on stage. It was pretty dull and pretty odd. Then I started getting heckled by Duncan Minecock. And he got ballistic with me because I started slamming him by his stupid fucking name. Um, and it, just, it was just absolutely horrible. And he's just going, yeah, yeah. Oh, first of all, he's, he heckled me with, uh, uh, yeah, you know, you can make fun of my name all you want. At least I'm not an out-of-work comedian. I'm, like, I'm not an out-of-work comedian. You're paying me tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'm booked. You're an idiot. You are the guy who booked me fucking idiot and uh, <laughs> anyway you can imagine it just escalated to me basically saying look your parents called you Duncan Mycock I mean cunt alone would be a better name because that's just what it why don't you just call you cunt anyway it, it, it nearly got to first cup that's like anyway we still see one another we're going home <laughs> twice a year that's like sort of a, like a one word like Madonna or Prince yeah 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 just like yeah Bono yeah yeah um, you did uh, a 24 hour vlog uh, tried to tried to tried to yeah and what it was it was like I watched quite a lot of it too much that's say. terrifying yeah if you watch five minutes you watch too much yeah I mean, it was probably creepy wasn't it I think probably because it had, it had that black and white thing made my living room look so stark it looked, yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. like oh my god he lives in a garage it's just it was really yeah. properly creepy looking because like I was watching it and then and, like thought, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. And then like I did a tweet or something. Going, yeah. Oh, it's silly to be watching this. Yeah. And then it like I didn't obviously I was doing other things. Yeah. Like I wasn't just watching Don't that pretend. on full screen. <laughs> but then I like it got to like probably about two or three in the morning, yeah. and I realised I shouldn't be doing this. This is you're, you're watching a man drunk watching the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> I'm happy. And, uh, like, I realised, like, I sort of, I think I did another tweet that was sort of like, oh, I'm still watching this thing. Mm. I realised how weird and creepy that was. And, like, sort of, uh, sort of, I think it was, like, mainly your friends watching and me at that point or whatever. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. And then I felt really creepy, so I just, like, turned it off and didn't well, go back. <laughs> well, I think my friend Johnny kind of was the one who was like... I said, another friend uh, do you know Johnny Kennedy he's a stand up yeah, I know you did that King of Everything but yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And Paul Litchfield who's in The Tramp um, uh, his sketch group and you should listen to their podcast which is I called will. Pothole oh. it's brilliant it is absolutely brilliant um, he uh, he texted me maybe two in the morning and he said what the fuck is wrong with me when I'm with you I don't stare at you as much as I, I can't keep, take my eyes off you so I'm totally transfixed but look just to make this very clear to listeners he was just a very drunk man in a room on his own talking to himself I mean it must have just looked yeah. horrible and did you fall asleep at one point I fell asleep for an hour and a half <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't yeah. really for one no, point. When you were doing it, and like you were saying, uh, sure. right, we have a glass of wine, but that's not a good idea. It was three bottles of wine. <laughs> three bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got wrecked. I got upset. And when I, I mean, I got so drunk that I fell asleep. And then, because it was, it was for uh, Common Relief, uh, which is a nice charity that raises money for famine relief. When I woke up after the, that hour and a half, where I drunkenly fell asleep, first thing I did was I cooked a roast dinner. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think enough people make. make 
big roast dinners <laughs> for famine relief. So, uh, yeah, it was quite a horrible thing to do. A bloody lovely dinner, though, I nice. Really, pro- I think that must have been eight in the morning. Really nice yeah. breakfast. That's a weird time for but It's just not traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not traditional. Um, so this is my um, trademark question that's coming up. Okay. Well, I've said it once before. Yeah, yeah. So that's trademark. That's right. All right. Uh, what do you like? <laughs> that is a brilliant question. It is a brilliant question. It's, uh, um, I, I'm doing a show up in Edinburgh this year. It's called Free Wi-Fi. And I, I have a list in it of all the things I hate. And then a list of all the things I like. And there's only two things that I like. And one, I'm not going to tell you what one of them is, but the other one is... My dog swimming, I just really like it. I wish I, I wish I had gangs and stuff to go with it, but it's actually yeah. just so beautiful and lovely. It, it makes me happier than I think anything. Uh, so I've, I've got dogs as well. Yeah. And sometimes, like, uh, just... This is so funny. Yeah. And just... it, it is. That's the thing. It's really funny. And and I don't know if you dogs are good, but, like, um, well, my dog, she swims in a circle. She watches me. And it is probably, you know that little kid thing where you just go, are you watching, you watching, you watching? It's the dog version. Yeah, like, like she'll go around the circle, staring at you. But at some point, of course, her neck will break if she keeps yeah. looking. So she has to swing her head right there. <laughs> it's amazing, and it's I think it's about as happy as I can be. I just find like always, no matter if my dog has done something so many times before, I'll still laugh at it. Yeah, like it'll make yeah. it, it'll just make the same face they always yeah. make. I'm like, what's he doing that for? It's, it's beautiful. It's better than telly. It's just, yeah, just oh, to watch. It's just it's, anything. It's, like, telly's not even in. Yeah. It. yeah. Think about what did I do before I had the dog? It's, yeah, I think, um, yeah, watching my dog swings pretty much as happy as I could possibly be. You know? But you just your dog? Would you well, say other dogs? Well, I wouldn't get the same. Can, I, because I know what my dog's like, my dog's very lazy. Um, and she, and we have this, she's very lazy and she's very aggressive towards other dogs. So basically, she does fuck up and she hates her own species. So she and I are very, very similar. So, I mean, Swimming. If I was swimming, I think anyone who knew me would laugh. Go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so uh, it's so out of character. Yeah. And I think it's the same with my dog Jerk. If she was swimming, uh, no, when she swims, I just go, wow, this is yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Why did you call your dog Jerk? Was that sort of joke thing, or yes? Because you thought it'd be funny to shout it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in the <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Well, Jerk, because Jerk is also like, it's not like dickhead. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if I'm offended or not. I just heard that guy kind of shout jerk at me. Um, and then lots of people went, oh, right, if it's on the sofa, you go jerk off. And I, I suppose so. But, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, right. it's all right. It's all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just told people. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really like dog names. I'm not going to ask you what your dog's name is now because it is like Buster. We're, we're, um, yeah, we're going to be in trouble. Aren't we? But I don't, uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. Right. Rags. It's the same name as one of David Bowie's characters. Oh, that's good. Ziggy. No, no, I, I guess, but yeah. Great. No, that's, that's not a bad name. That's good name. Good name, Ziggy. Um, but uh, I'm not really mad keen on uh, the dog. 
dog now. I remember like, um, my dog seeing a much smaller dog and gone, fucking hell, lunch, and then ran after his dog. Yeah. Oh, crap. And that little dog ran away. And I thought, oh my god, my god, something really awful is going to happen. Like, my dog's going to eat this little dog. Like, the dog's really going around the clappers right after his dog. And then that little dog's on a sword, the tiny little dog. Yeah. And just went, princess, princess, no. And I, oh, hang on. No, 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 on you go. Luckily, Jerkin's a uh, uh, hunting dog, I guess. That's not how she's bred. But her hunting um, uh, technique is zero. She knows how to run and catch something, but what she doesn't know what to do is what to do once she gets yeah, to the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. She gets right up to an animal and goes, I don't know what to do with you, and then doesn't. It's not like bites around, it just stares at them going, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, so, um, you're on Twitter. Yeah. Um, what do you like about Twitter? What's... I used to really love Twitter. I don't really know if I like Twitter as much yeah. now. I mean, I do love Twitter. It's really good fun, but it's only fun when everyone's being funny and having fun. And I think these days everyone's a bit miserable. Yeah. I think... Um, I mean, it, it, it's, and it's always... It's always whining about nothing. It's always like, you know, well, I was at Cafe, La- I was at, you know, Cafe Nero and I asked for cinnamon in my latte and they forgot. Oh, do you know what? Fuck. <laughs> it's, that's of no consequence. Yeah. What, and also, do you know what? If that happened to you... I don't know. If that happened to me, I don't even know if I'd say that to someone. Yeah. I think I would stop. So what stops these people from writing it? But don't they go? Oh, that was banal. Why would anyone care that I didn't get cinnamon in my life? Also, cinnamon. Yeah. Shut up. Do you know they, they actually do say it, isn't that? You know you're earning too much money when you, you've got cocaine. I think it's the same with cinnamon. What are you cinnamon for? What's that doing? Yeah. Cinnamon. Fuck up. Cinnamon's a terrible dog, man. Your dog was called cinnamon. Yeah. I'd have it put down. I'll just do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you did, did the put down, imagine. Oh, mate, my dog cinnamon. It's called that. I'm going to have your dog put down. Oh, that's a good yeah. That works. That's, yeah. Oh, did you think I was going to put it down, like, as in comedically? Yeah, like, no, hey. no, lethal injection. Oh. Yeah. Which is how I deal with hecklers anyway. <laughs> It's fucking. Oh, that'd be used good. to be the electric chair, but now it's a lethal injection. <laughs> and what's I can't. I don't know if it's been a while since you've done it. But can you tell me oh, about the tiny owl? Um, well, tiny owl uh, is uh, is just a beautiful thing that's inside us all. It's kind of like it's kind of we were talking about Jimmy Cricket earlier. It's like Jimmy Cricket, the character from Pinocchio. It's our conscience. It's uh, it's a great thing that we have on our shoulder. Tiny owl is something I do sometimes on Twitter. I don't change my Twitter name, I just change my photo yeah, yeah, to a photograph of a very cute tiny owl. And then I say the most offensive things that you can possibly say. But always with the phrase at the end, I am a tiny owl. <laughs> Which gets, like in life you couldn't get away with it. But it's really hard to get upset with a tiny yeah. owl. And it's, a tiny, it's so tiny. Really yeah. very cute. Like, I've seen the picture mm. and it looks pretty tiny. It's really it's tiny. tiny. Really, oh, really tiny. Uh, on Twitter, I think, sort of similar, but being like, sort of trying to be like offensive or 
like saying things like that, or, like aggressive things. I remember Limmy on Twitter, like he's oh, yeah. the best at Twitter. Oh yeah, yes, yes. And yeah. Uh, there was one time where he was trying to lose a thousand followers in 24 hours. Yeah. And like he just tweeted like at like seven or eight in the morning about this guy raping a corpse and like a <laughs> like in a train station. Yeah. <laughs> just like some people in tunes thought it was so funny and like he tweeted the word e constantly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like all the letters. He's well. He's he's one of the rare few, I think, now on Twitter that is still very, 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 very funny. He's on that Vine thing. Have you done any of that Vine thing? Not much. Uh, I tell you what, I've done on Vine is um, uh, I had a DVD of Mrs. Brown's Boys, and I found myself throwing it in the bin. I'll tell you what. It was, yeah, I don't know if anyone watched it, but it felt good to me. Felt good. Oh, felt and really then, like, good. And then, like, it's like you're doing it. Loads of times as well. You're constantly throwing that in the bin for all eternity. Right, isn't that yeah, amazing? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Of course, um, I tweeted recently is Stuart Lee on Vine. Not everyone got it. Not everyone, not everyone quite got the little joke. But I, I like the idea. What did that tweet? I uh, just spent a few months working on my first Vine. That's excellent. It's just getting the effects right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, right, I'll wrap up soon as um, what else we're going to say. You got any questions you'd like to ask yourself? Um, something I can ask myself, like, I want to, I wonder what I think I'm doing. I wonder what I think I'm up to. Yeah, yeah it's like, um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite a, a depressing question, but you know, I wonder what I think I'm up to. I mean, surely you know, I would have at some point. Well, you know, it's just, you know, I'm, I don't think you should bring as much misery to comedy as I do, but I, just, I mean, I like it. But, um, yeah, what do I think I'm planning with my. My, my comedy of misery. Yeah. Yeah. I, wonder, um, I, wonder, I, wonder, I mean, I don't see that. What I'm saying is, I don't see that being uh, a sitcom. I don't see that, you know, like, they're never going to have misery at the Apollo, right? Or the Michael Lake misery round. <laughs> they should. You know. Yeah, that'd be good. Great. But, you know, yeah, I, wonder what, yeah. I wonder what I think I'm doing. Oh. I mean, that's the question, but have I got an answer for it? I fucking do uh, not, my friend. I'll edit this and then ask you. So, what do you think you're up to? No good, definitely. No good is happening with me. Um, I think I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm trying to think, maybe test my peers and because he seems alright, but you know, why, why, do, why doesn't he sort of stop? Why doesn't he just stop doing this? Yeah, I think that's what I'm trying. Like, like Robin, it's great. No, I mean, he, like he wants me to be in his double act. He must regret that by now. Stuart Lee put me on his tally show. He can't have had a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm just testing my fears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, you know, one day I will take down Michael Bankstown Comedy Roadshow. Not, not out of vengeance or nastiness or, or, or spitefulness. I've got nothing against them whatsoever. But I, I think if I was on that, it would ruin the programme forever and hey I quite like the thought of like someone being so ballsy to go on that and just do new material yeah like sort of go just try yeah. a few things and, and look it through their necks yeah. um, 
I really, really like uh, the Edinburgh Festival. I, I absolutely love it. And it's, it's doing the show every day is brilliant. It's the other stuff that is very hard. Like going to see someone's show. Oh, mm. It is balls, man. But um, um, you know, I saw some good things last year, and I'm sure I'll see some good things yeah. this year. But, but anyone you're excited about seeing or Bridget Christie? I saw her um, preview very recently. God, it's, it's utterly, properly, brilliantly amazing. Yeah, I've not, I've never seen her. Last, her show last year was terrific. Yeah. I, I think this year it's going to be like way better. It's got quite a few like uh, like American names. Coming over, like you've got Paul Burnham is coming over. Right. Okay, he was um, over a few years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you've got Tig Notaro as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. Um, I, oh, do you know what? Uh, here's um, here's my pick, uh, Gavin Webster. I love Gavin Webster, and uh, uh, I think he's just one of those comics. It's just he's not, you know, he's not me. I mean, me and him, we've done the comedy circuit, if you like. We're so not. But, but I think it's said to say that he and I are better in Edinburgh during the French than we are for the other 11 months of the year. We're just better. We're just, we're, it, there's more chance of it. What I'm saying is, being hit and miss with the French isn't as bad as being hit and miss on the circuit. If you're hit and miss on the circuit, it probably means like, oh, Jesus, you, you were trying to amuse a bunch of drunks who hated you, or worse, you're amusing a bunch of drunks, you know? Uh, whereas, uh, you know, in Edinburgh, you kind of go, well, actually, you tried some stuff out. It, 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 it didn't always hit, but my God, you stuck your neck out. And I think, I think, I think Gavin's show last year was so superb. Like, it was definitely the best stand-up show I saw. And I've no reason to doubt yeah, yeah, yeah. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't do the same again this year. How much of your show is written and done now? It's probably 60% done. So, I mean, all, uh, and my shows are 80% written, you know, I mean, there's 20, there's 20, I, I walk off in the last 20%. Yeah. That's 20%. There was a just, bit even in the last show where you got us to, like, shout out numbers. Yeah. Is that sort of thing, like... I don't, think, I don't think that sort of thing is going to be happening this yeah, year. Is that all, like, material you'd done in the past and, like, that was... Well, well I mean, it was, it, was a list, it was a list of, like, I mean, if you had to hit any one of those numbers, there was a bit of material behind right, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and it was always disappointing because um, number three was my favourite and it never got shouted and hardly ever got shouted out. Do it. Number, well, number three was um, that I'd been told to fuck off by all three members of REM. And that, that's basically it. That's basically yeah. the story. It's just a very proud moment. I mean, all, uh, individually. It's not like it happened at the same time. Yeah, how does that happen then? Well, with Michael Stipe, it was, uh, I saw him in a, in a restaurant. I'm like, there's Michael Stipe. And he was trying to be, you know, he's trying to, thank you, he's trying to be incognito. He's just trying to keep himself in front. My God, it's Michael Stipe. And he went, fuck off. And then left. I'm like, Jesus Christ. A bit much, wasn't it? Um, with uh, Peter Buck, I, I saw him at a gig, uh, and I was just like, you should get on that and say, he's playing guitar, you should get play the fucking guitar. He ended up throwing his drink around me and telling me to fuck off. Then, <laughs> then I nice saw, little audition. Yeah. Then, 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 yeah. And then I saw um, Mike Mills at a gig, and, I, and we were both at the bar, and he was about to get served, and I went, excuse me, do you mind? I just want to say, I'm a really big fan. He went, oh, fuck, you just said it just as I was pretty good served someone else could say motherfucker and then walked away so he didn't actually tell me to fuck off he yeah. 
yeah. on me motherfucker but to my face maybe bigger and also it's the quiet guy from R.E.M. Yeah. Right, he's, right, he's, yeah. he's Mr. like I think Bonnie's in nice <laughs> and he's called me a motherfucker yeah he just stayed quiet what I'm saying is uh, your hero should never meet you. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I think that's a perfect note to end on. Uh, so thanks for. Hey, thank you. Uh, bye. That was my chat with Michael Egg. Thank you very much to Michael for the chat. And if you want to see what Michael's up to, he's on Twitter at Michael Legg. If you want to follow him and see what see what he's tweeting, keep up to date with his tweets. Get on. Get reading his tweets. So yeah, thanks to Michael for the chat. If you like this podcast, you can follow the Twitter account at chats for you for info on the latest episode and also exclusive never-before-heard questions. They'll be posted on the account, so it's questions that have never been asked by anyone ever before. It's very hard to keep track of it sort of factually, but I'd guess they wouldn't have been asked. Thanks for listening. This podcast was an Eminent Joy production. Visit eminentjoy.com for a bunch of different funny people doing a bunch of different funny things.